1: Hey, good morning everyone and hey welcome to the women's hour giving voice to the feminine which diana clark and i do once a month here on conscious talk radio and uh, delighted to be with you good morning diana good morning brenda Hey, I want to tell uh, all of you, we got a lovely, just a lovely testimony from one of our loyal listeners, and um, she said that she wanted to give us a testimony about the Power PH, which is what we talk about often, and also Dr. O'Hara's in combination, and she said that her, her boyfriend, Mark, has suffered digestive and bowel issues for many, many years and had tried just about everything. Um, that the doctors had suggested. They started him on Dr. O'Hara's about eight months ago based on things they've heard on our show. He saw some improvement but was still struggling with a few symptoms. Then... Heard um, on the show a few months ago about a woman who gave a testimonial, and we did have someone on a few months ago about, um, you know, her problems with her digestive and colon, etc. So they decided to try coupling Dr. O'Hara's with the Power PH. And she said, well, you probably know what I'm going to say. Marcus had almost a complete reversal of all stomach And bowel issues. Um, He's down to a a few pills. He's getting a little frantic. He's going to order more. But this is a great testimonial, folks, about the power pH coupled with other things that you're taking like Dr. O'Hara's, which we advertise and talk about a lot. What it does is it helps to drive those things um, deeper into the cells of the body. Um, It makes everything much more bioavailable and so we're thrilled and right now you can get 30% off of the power peach by going to um, powers powers of ph.com and in the checkout you put Elka A L K A, and you will get 30 percent off and we'll be right back
0: welcome to conscious talk
2: radio
1: that
0: makes a difference well coming up this hour on conscious talk You know, there are many issues on the collective and individual level that need to be dealt with. Near the top of that list is insecurity, and you certainly see it reflected everywhere. It's time for another session of the Women's Hour, and this time the feminine focus is on insecurity. And now I welcome your hosts for the day, Brenda Michaels and Diana Clark.
1: And thank you, Benny, and welcome um, everyone to the Women's Hour, giving voice to the feminine. Again, a show that my lovely co host and I, Diana Clark, do here on Conscious Talk Radio once a month. And uh, today we're going to be talking about insecurity. Diana, yes. this is really um, a, a fun subject to explore yes. because, uh, you know, this, uh, of course, came out of one of our deep conversations that we have all the time. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it, it kind of rose to the top, just sharing some experiences we've had with ourselves and other people. And we decided, you know, this is a good subject to bring out. And and the first thing I want to say about insecurity is that we are all insecure at one time or another in our lives. This is not about self-esteem. You know, you can have high self-esteem and you can still have times when you feel a bit insecure, especially if you're learning new things, something you've never done before, and I can attest to it on the computer. I'm not that technical. You know, I'm not tech savvy like a lot of people are. Um, It doesn't come to me like just boom easily. I do have to study a little bit and do things over and over before I get it, and so I can be a bit insecure when I try something on the computer. Mm. That does not say that I have low self-esteem um, or that I'm not a confident person. And I really want to make that those those distinguishes because it's important to know about insecurity as as a whole because we all have it from time to time. But what Diana and I really want to drill down into is people that carry that insecurity around most of the time, which really truly, is a lack of belief in the self, mm-hmm. and and also um, I did some research, Diane. I thought you'd find this interesting. That st- um, statistics prove out that people with low self esteem or that are insecure are not usually people that are doing, um, if you if you will, are doing crimes. Most people that do crimes are people with uh, a, a high uh, Really abnormal sense of entitlement. Mm. Mm, wow! They're the ones. They're not out to prove themselves when they're committing crimes. There is a certain level of they think they deserve to have and that they can deserve to take, and it's a it's really an abnormal sense of entitlement. And that made a lot of sense to me yeah. because insecure people really are uh, a little bit on, more on the timid side, if you're truly insecure, the um, more shy side. And so they're ones that really stay away from challenges, try to stay away from, you know, arguments. They, they aren't the kind that step into all that with this sense of entitlement, and so there's all this bravado that goes with it that's abnormal, and it can spill into some pretty bad habits.
3: Yeah. Well, you know, uh, Brenda, I'm listening to that, it made me think of when I see someone who um, is boasting and very entitled, I mm-hmm. actually look at that as an insecurity because mm-hmm. it's overcompensating, and that's how it appears to me. To me, when I'm thinking of an insecurity, it's whenever there's usually a piece in there, a course, of fear and feeling so much less than or that the person isn't enough. Because I know in the past, you know, especially when we're younger, we have so many more insecurities. And we surmount many of those, you know, throughout life. But um, I think that if it is kind of entitled or boasting or that bravado you're talking Mm -hmm. about, Mm -hmm. uh, I actually think that's pretty insecure because it's covering up something. And that's why it's like that overcompensation. It's like over the top somewhat. And Mm -hmm. I've noticed that in people that... um, If you're in a group of people, there'll be that one person who is usually uh, wants to control the entire conversation or they're a little bit louder than everyone else Mm -hmm. uh, because I think that they're needing to have more um, uh, support from people. or They need that attention from people to make themselves feel better. Mm -hmm. And I was reflecting on this also about um, when we review, when we're reversing that issue of insecurity, it basically, we're, we're kind of showing that to people, and it's easy for others to judge us. I've obviously thought this thing through. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> but after a conversation the other day, I actually came across something that I wanted to read real quick. It's just real short, just a little quick paragraph here. And it made me think about insecurity, and it says, What if every shortcoming, slip, or bauble you noticed in another person was choreographed by divine intelligence to be delivered at exactly the right time, as a cleverly veiled invitation for you to wonder, ask, and think about how you might increase your own awesomeness, and that one—that's very cool. Yeah, isn't that a cool thing? That's because, very
1: cool. Yeah, because yes.
3: when we when we're feeling insecure and people see our insecurities, mm-hmm. it's uh, you know it isn't helping us. And so one of the things is when you kind of can see that, but put yourself in that position so that you move into that place of compassion for them because it's already difficult enough when you're feeling really insecure.
1: Oh, yes. Okay. And, you know, what's interesting about this, Diana, is and what I said about it wasn't people with, you know, abnormal sense of entitlement. Is in everything that I read, and here's here's what you know. All this information that's out there was that insecurity and self-esteem, or low self-esteem, are not the same. Insecurity is more of a belief in um, that you lack something, mm-hmm. that you lack the the ability, the capability. Mm-hmm. um to rise to the occasion where low self-esteem and this is just what i read mm-hmm. is more across the board it's just you just it low self-esteem was linked more to depression and that kind of thing mm-hmm. insecurity was just the person that um believes in you know, that lack of capability within themselves. It's Mm -hmm. not across the board necessarily. Mm -hmm. It's just, it was just an interesting delineation. Yeah, well, that's actually,
3: that is really good because being insecure has that lack element and then your, your uh, low self-esteem is more about your emotional aspect. Yes. How you're feeling, whether it's I'm feeling down or, or whatever. Yeah. That makes sense
1: yeah and so it was really interesting to delineate between the two but the insecurity piece which seems to be and i, I would i would have thought that maybe low self esteem was more of an issue mm-hmm. what i read is that insecurity is really more of an issue because we're all insecure from one at one time or another yeah that's true And so it's pretty much across the board. But here's the difference in insecurity. When a person has a complete belief in their, you know, a lack of belief in their capabilities, period. In life, they show up with this belief that they aren't capable of dealing with life. Mm. And everything that life brings to you. Um, And they tend to... When that happens, when life comes to us, and we're the ones calling it forth, by the way, but but you don't know that if you're an insecure person, you would never think that you're actually calling forth everything, because we do, because we are God-presence and we are co-creating with the divine, so nothing comes into our life that on some level we don't invite, Mm -hmm. and I know that's a hard one to swallow. But we tend a person that's really insecure who has that lack of belief of capability then always accentuates the negative.
3: Exactly. Yeah, you know, I was just thinking about myself when you were saying that. And <laughs> yeah. I was and because and, I have this part of me that whenever I like something, I always have to do it just to the best of my ability and I'll go for things, you know, like I, I have this perfectionism thing in that. Yeah. And I me think too. A, a lot of that <laughs> is Uh, from insecurities I like to know my subject (laughs) I like to know it really well inside out so that I really know what it is I'm either doing or saying right and so and I when I look at that I go I'm sure some of that is stemming from you know different insecurities and that I Mm want to make sure that I'm feeling secured by knowledge or in my ability and so that's where I think I I overcompensate in those ways
1: Yes, that is that overcompensation. Mm-hmm. And, and I had that on the list because people with, um, you know, uh, really are, are insecure about how capable they are. Mm-hmm. They usually set fairly low expectations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That way um, they, they can feel secure that they can meet at least this much of, an, uh, of a challenge. Mm-hmm. But they don't expect they have low expectations. They don't expect themselves And what they're trying to cast out there is for you to not expect too much of them because they don't feel capable of rising to that occasion, whatever it might be. So they carry around that um, kind of that feeling, that, well, more than a feeling, that belief in in low expectations. And that way they, they aren't going to be asked to do more than they feel they are capable of doing.
3: Mm, Yeah, that's a a big one to think about Uh, Mm -hmm. because for myself, I keep thinking about how I react to things and um, I have a high expectation of myself in things that I'm passionate about.
1: Well, hold that thought because I kind of let the clock get away from us and we've (laughs) run over. We need to take a quick break and we'll be right back. While summer
4: is the absolute best time for swimming, cookouts and much anticipated vacations, it's the worst time to endure the pain and embarrassment of unexpected gas and bloating. Bloating oftentimes isn't triggered by how much food you eat, but rather what you eat. Some foods are difficult for your body to break down and those undigested particles pass into the colon and produce uncomfortable gas bubbles that make your stomach swell and bloat and can even lead to weight gain. Enter your summertime savior, Dr. O'Hara's award-winning probiotics, an exclusive formula of prebiotics, probiotics, and postbiotics. This probiotic powerhouse helps your body break down food that is challenging to digest, so gas and bloating are significantly minimized. Dr. O'Hara's probiotics are available in convenient blister packs, perfect for traveling. Discover the Dr. O'Hara difference for yourself this summer. Look for Dr. O'Hara's probiotics at Vitamin Shop, Whole Foods, Sprouts, and other fine natural health retailers nationwide, also available online.
5: Want more freedom, abundance, and love? Start your day with Conscious Talk.
4: Everyone's raving about the newest botanical superstar hitting the store shelves nationwide. Hemp-derived cannabidiol, or CBD, has been receiving a lot of attention for its tremendous promise on human health. Plus, CBD Oil by CB Sciences is the trusted brand setting the standards in this newly emerging category of plant-based extracts offering a variety of hemp-derived CBD oil products that you can count on. In order to make the highest quality CBD oil products available, it is important to manage every step of the supply chain process, from seed to shelf. That's why, from harvesting our EU-certified hemp seeds, to laboratory testing for quality and safety, to producing our exceptional line of products, we are committed to going the extra mile. It is our commitment to you. Join the CBD evolution. Ask your local natural health retailer about Plus CBD Oil products by CB Sciences today. Follow us on Facebook and learn more at
6: pluscbdoil.com. Would you like to have a better flow of money in your life? Or would you like more inspiration and creative ideas? How about having your body return to its natural, healthy size and condition? Why not travel to the realm of the masters? You can do all of these while enjoying a relaxing, powerful guided meditative journey designed and led by me, Krista Gibson, publisher of New Spirit Journal. Guided meditative journeys can be a very powerful and effective way to improve your life. That's an oasis for your soul.com.
2: No other station delivers this much variety. Alternative Talk 1150.
1: Hey, welcome back, folks. Thanks for tuning in this morning to um, the Women's Hour, giving voice to the feminine that I do here on uh, Conscious Talk Radio with my lovely co host, Diana Clark. And we usually. Um, have these really deep, deep, wonderful conversations where we learn a lot about ourselves through these conversations that we have. And a lot of times we uh, put a spotlight on it, folks, because having these kind of conversations and learning about these subjects that we bring forward can really help us individually and collectively see how we're living our lives and where we can improve to be the best that we can be and showing up in life and being the best that you can be is is a wonderful purpose to have in life Mm. and and uh since we talk about all of those different things when diana and i get in these discussions i always pay attention because i want to learn more and see where certain things are reflected back to me from diana and vice versa and diana with insecurity it came up the other day in a great conversation we had, and, um, and I had mentioned the difference between low self-esteem and insecurity, and I, I wanted to kind of throw this into the mix that um, there are two different conditions, and you and if you have low self-esteem and are incredibly insecure, those are people that sort of hide out in life. They they don't want to be heard. They don't want to be seen. Um, they don't they don't believe that they are worthy in life. Put it that way. There is a worthiness that goes with that. The insecurity that we're talking about is a, a situation where if you're highly insecure and you don't have low self esteem, um, you know you can still have confidence in certain areas of your life, but you can be highly insecure in other areas of your life. And we, you brought up Richard Branson during the break Mm -hmm. that he was someone that was really insecure about a lot of things when he was younger, but the theory is he had enough self-esteem to move forward to challenge himself to overcome those insecurities. And that's really the difference. Right. A person with low self-esteem and insecurity would not would not have the courage, if you will. They wouldn't have the ability to summon the courage to challenge themselves to overcome those insecurities. Right. So I'm thinking that where does insecurity
3: come from? That's mm-hmm. kind of where my mind has gone right now with this. Mm-hmm. And um, I can only usually speak for myself because I think a lot of that, mine definitely came from childhood that, you know, you just were never oh, enough. Yes. I had a, a, a pretty violent father. And um, when I look back, because you're told a lot of things when you're in those situations with uh, people that are controlling or demanding or... Even you know have these uh, cruelty, and mm-hmm. the, it, as the as children are growing up, you know we are so impressionable, and it doesn't take much for you to think that you're like, well, I'm stupid. Uh, I don't. Right. I'm not as I can't read like other kids can read. What's wrong mm-hmm. with me? Because you start mm-hmm. going that direction, and mm-hmm. then as you get older. Those things are playing out in your mind, but I think then what really happens, and this is that piece that you're saying, Brenda, you know, the differences of being insecure and having low self-esteem, that there was this thing in me that was like, well, of course I can do that. Of course Mm -hmm. I can. I had Mm -hmm. that other, somehow that piece was intact. And so that did make me go forward. And then of course, as you accomplish something, then you feel better and you don't feel as insecure. So it's like, it's such a, Catch twenty two cycle really especially mm-hmm. when you're young because I think that has a lot to do with how we feel when we move out into the world.
1: Yes, uh, I think there's a very fine line between the two, mm-hmm. and um, you know we're doing our best to delineate it. But here's here's what I experienced and uh, and what I've I've seen in a lot of my clients. I can tell you right. I mean, I could tell you right away if you asked me where I thought my insecurities when I've had them came from, and mm-hmm. I can pinpoint it exactly, and it's what something that I think I brought up in the first segment. My parents had very low expectations of me mm. and very high expectations of my brothers because they were raised where the, the woman, the wife, the mother, she stayed home, and that's what she did. She raised the children. And my parents, particularly my father who came from the South, who grew up with those kind of structures, the women didn't work outside of the world. The women were not um, you know, expected to do anything but get married and have babies. And that's really what my father expected of me. He didn't expect me to go to college. He wasn't looking for me to go out in the world. He really, really believed that all I had to do was graduate high school and then find a man and get married and settle down. And so there was no expectation of me going to college or going to school. We didn't talk in the family about what I planned on doing when I got out of high school. It just wasn't talked about. They talked with my brothers about it. And they were expected to go out and make a good living. So my parents had very low expectations of me. And so there was insecurities around my capabilities when I graduated. I know what I wanted to do, but it was rarely ever, I mean, I might have mentioned it to my parents when I said I wanted to do some modeling um, it was never about the acting until later in my life, but I really wanted to go out and I wanted to either be a dancer, a professional dancer or a model, mm. but that was not allowed to be even thought of because, um, you know, that wasn't something that was in their, in their, um, wheelhouse, put it that way, the way they were raised. My mom was raised the same way. She mm-hmm. was raised to be a wife and mother and that was it.
3: Mm-hmm. So now when you did go out into the world, because I know you did do some modeling and I know you did some acting, mm-hmm. what was their response to that?
1: Well, they weren't happy about it. Mm-hmm. If I was going to be in the world, I had to be married at least so I had some support. But then if I was going to be in the world, I was expected to get a real job. They mm-hmm. didn't consider any of that as a real job. hmm so that expectation was there about, well, if you're going to do that, then you need to get serious about getting a job. But there never was anything about getting a higher education or anything like that. Do you, do you hear what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's like they had, uh, there's
3: <coughs> two completely different pieces going on. What mm-hmm. your brothers were told and right. what you were told is not and yes. day. Yes, and it's always it surprises me, you know, where you went to in life and how you traverse through that, because uh, it's going. That's like the big cesspool of complete insecurity. You're not getting mm-hmm. support anywhere, right? And you're actually kind of, in one way, being told to give your power over to another person, and it's up totally. to them. It's it's almost repeating exactly what is in the home already, right? For your it was your own exactly life. that. Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: Yes, yeah, so there wasn't any big expectation of me doing much with my life other than raising children, which is something that I really didn't want to do. I never really had the propensity or the desire to have children mm-hmm. Um I always had greater uh, visions and desires, and most of it I kept to myself for that reason. And the reason we're pointing this out, folks, because this isn't about me per se, Mm -hmm. but these are the situations that show up in our lives. Mm -hmm. These are the challenges that come forward in our lives that help us always. We've got two choices here whether we're going to rise to the occasion and look at those structures and put our belief in those or whether we're going to heal that because it creates wounding in the life. It creates a lot of insecurity, et cetera, and heal that and take ownership of who we are. And I think that's the important important point, Diana, Mm -hmm. is that this really gives us an opportunity to find out who we really are.
3: Right. I know it's, it's amazing whenever you look at uh, where we come from, because I think so many of us, uh, you know, are in that place of the insecurity in the beginning. Mm-hmm. But it is amazing what, we, what choices that we decide we're going to make that can mm-hmm. completely turn that around and how that ends up serving you. Yes. And so when I look at myself now, I don't really feel insecure, or at least not very often if I right. do, uh, because I've uh, traversed through so much of that. Absolutely. And so it served me in the long run because mm-hmm. I, my belief, my self-esteem was that, wait a minute, no, I am very capable. I can mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. So it, it's, a you know, all those choices that we make that can change everything around and uh, we grow through that and then we become... The, the opposite, really.
1: Absolutely. And yeah. that's what it's all about, because all of life, we say it on this show all the time, life truly is for us, no matter what situation we find ourselves in. Well, we're here talking about insecurity today. This is the Women's Hour, giving voice to the feminine, and we'll be back right after these messages.
2: The latest trend to hit the store shelves has the whole country buzzing and naturally occurring vitamin E. From seed to shelf, all plus CBD oil products provide the highest quality hemp-derived CBD products available and are offered in a variety of delivery systems and flavors to suit your needs. Ask your local independent health food store about plus CBD oil products by CV Sciences today and learn more about the CBD evolution at pluscbdoil.com. That's pluscbdoil.com.
0: What if you could be your own healer? Scream it loud from the rooftops. Conscious Talk delivers. It's a new year and full of hope and enthusiasm for a new beginning. You're thinking about going back to the gym. Well, the problem is every year it's the same thing. Exercise gets harder because your muscles get tired faster than you remember. And then the next day, you're so sore you can hardly move. Well, that's what PowerPH with BioPH was designed to deal with. Discover the difference PowerPH can make in your life. For more information and to order, go to powersofph.com. That's powersofph.com. Discover the power of higher pH. Your body will thank you. When you buy health products, you can
7: save up to 50% at vitaminlife.com, the world's largest selection of supplements, herbs, homeopathic, health and beauty products, and more. Choose from vitaminlife.com's 30,000 products from over 700 brands, including Solar Ray, Jaro Formulas, New Chapter, Country Life, Source Naturals, Nature's Way, Enzymatic Therapy, Now Foods, Doctor's Best, and Aubrey Organics. Go to vitaminlife.com and save up to 50% on supplements, or call vitaminlife.com to order at 866-998-8855.
2: Find out the latest about your favorite shows on Alternative Talk 1150. Check out 1150KKNW.com.
1: And welcome back. You're listening to the Women's Hour, giving voice to the feminine. I'm here with my co-host, Diana Clark. And today we are talking about insecurity. Insecurity um, is a person that's really uncertain, uncertain about their capabilities, that's really what it is, and we've kind of made a, a fairly good delineation <laughs> between self-esteem and insecurity. But we talked about during the break, and I wanted to bring it up. Diana um, is the the thing about when I grew up, I heard a lot that life was hard. Life was hard, mm-hmm. and I and my parents had very low expectations of themselves and so that's the structure that i grew up at, particularly with women but even my dad was very insecure and because of it a structure of struggle was really um, imprinted into my my you know my life mm-hmm. and that you you if you really don't think that you're capable of doing things and you do them Um, more half-heartedly than really to the best of your ability because you don't believe you can do it to the best, Mm -hmm. and you end up struggling a lot with things. And so I ended up, it wasn't until I was in my 20s that I had an, I I think I was in my 20s because I was reflecting on this after our conversation, that I had an aha moment uh, one time of how capable I really am and I never, ever held myself capable mm-hmm. because I was very insecure. And I, and I learned how to struggle with everything. Right. Everything was hard. Everything was a struggle. Right. And, and when I realized I had, wow, I'm a really capable person. When, when I had that aha moment, um, you know, it took me a while to really allow that belief and to accept that into my life that I really was a capable person. Right. that most of this was just learned behavior.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've, you know, I've heard from a lot of people that have that scenario going on, you know, that dialogue of life is so hard and they're always struggling. And Brenda, even when they have so much, yes. this is all I'm ever hearing. It's like this habitual thing. Mm-hmm. And I even can see they believe it so much that they're almost sabotaging things. So as it go. keeps unfolding yes. in this way they don't want that they can look at you and go, see, I told you so, because mm-hmm. their expectation is mm-hmm. so low, they yes. do expect the worst. Even though their bank account is full, they're doing way right. better than the, the uh, vast Average majority. Person. Yeah, Exactly. <laughs> yes. This is where I really see it a lot. And in different friendships and uh, different acquaintances, uh, if there's that insecurity piece and that life is so hard and they're always struggling. And one, uh, one lady I'm thinking of that I know pretty well Every single time our encounter, we encounter each other, it starts with, it doesn't matter if things are going fantastic. And (laughs) I've even said, now what was that about? (laughs) And, and, oh, nothing, oh, oh, nothing, because it's going to be the next horrible drama, because there does seem to be a lot of drama and a lot of stress associated with that. Right. And uh, so, yeah, the expectation there is so low.
1: Right. Yeah. I had to laugh because <laughs> I got the image of, is it peanuts that walks around with the little cloud over his head? Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. I, when you said that, that's what I got oh. that. But there are people and, and here's, here's how we can help these people. Cause we want to, we want to be able to help ourselves mm-hmm. and help each other. Yes. And you said it, um, earlier Diana before the show started and and we've talked about this and it's absolutely I think an essential piece and that is that we have compassion yes for ourselves when we're stuck there when we self-sabotage when mm-hmm. we're insecure when we're in a rut like that where that pattern just plays over and over where we can be compassionate with ourselves and certainly compassionate with people that are in that loop yeah
3: well that's the first thing that you have to go to and pretty much anything that you're seeing if we only look and we judge that this person is this that and the other it's almost always what's in us and that's why we recognize it in another person and so we say well that person is whatever to me they're jealous of me they're this of me they're that of me Mm -hmm. and i have always found that yeah that's kind of in me then if i'm able to see it and that's why the practice of compassion for others is also compassion for oneself oh yes because it's like looking through the eyes of the divine Mm -hmm.
1: and 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 it's only through that kind of energy that we put out there that this can be healed yes. because it can. You and I both experienced insecurities in our lives mm-hmm. and we have healed. And it's not that we're secure 100% of the time, mm-hmm. but when you really deal with those insecurities and you really start to heal that pattern in your life, you realize you really are capable. And in fact, I would say that every single being upon this planet person came in capable or they wouldn't be here. We don't choose because we do choose to come back. We choose the life and the parents and all of it because we are capable. And maybe the one of the sole lessons is to master that and embrace it. And we'll get into that when we come back from this break. You're listening to the Women's Hour. We'll be right back.
0: And to order, go to powersofph.com. That's powersofph.com. More than a conversation. Conscious Talk Radio.
4: While summer is the absolute best time for swimming, cookouts, and much anticipated vacations, it's the worst time to endure the pain and embarrassment of unexpected gas and bloating. Bloating oftentimes isn't triggered by how much food you eat, but rather what you eat. Some foods are difficult for your body to break down, and those undigested particles pass into the colon and produce uncomfortable gas bubbles that make your stomach swell and bloat and can even lead to weight gain. Enter your summertime savior, Dr. O'Hara's award-winning probiotics, an exclusive formula of prebiotics, probiotics, and postbiotics. This probiotic powerhouse helps your body break down food that is challenging to digest, so gas and bloating are significantly minimized. Dr. O'Hara's probiotics are available in convenient blister packs, perfect for traveling. Discover the Dr. O'Hara difference for yourself this summer. Look for Dr. O'Hara's probiotics at Vitamin Shop, Whole Foods, Sprouts, and other fine natural health retailers nationwide. Also available
1: online.
2: Talk radio with a purpose. Alternative Talk 1150.
1: Hey, welcome back. Benny, I like that song. I wish we would have gotten a little more of that. That was kind of uplifting and and lighthearted. Talk and- to
0: the FCC on uh, <laughs> lengthening their restrictions then. That's all you got to do.
1: Pull your power oh. there. Pull your power. Yep. Aha. Uh-huh. Diana gotcha. knows. She knows. Yep, she I know it. that one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she gets it.
1: Yep. Yeah. She gets it.
5: Yeah. Well, you know, but, Brenda,
3: um, I- you were talking yeah. about embracing your power before we went to break there, and I, I kind of yep. wanted to jump on that one because- Um, if we all have these insecurities at one time or another, sometimes Mm -hmm. stronger, sometimes not so much. And then how do we get to the other side of that? Mm -hmm. And I wanted to really speak to that because this is something that I really share a lot with my clients of, you know, that realm of suffering and in that the other place of divine connection. And what I have found that works 100 percent of the time is when we're feeling insecure. And this is really about love of self and opening your heart to that divine connection. Mm -hmm. And uh, to clarify divine, it's whatever you say, whatever you call that thing that we come from, that we're all spiritually connected. So if it's God or light or source or goddess or whatever you what name that is. Right. When we allow that peace, which is only love and peace into our heart, Mm -hmm. which is really by your thought form, you're allowing it in. And even when we think about it, you feel that heating up of the of your heart as a chakra you'll feel the goosebumps on the mm-hmm. neck and it really is for me about falling in love with myself mm-hmm. when I fell in love it was a completely different thing than saying I love myself yes. I actually and they say that uh, scientifically the same chemical reactions are happening in the body which is fascinating when you fall in love with you as when you give that love to another person so that's a pretty interesting thing mm-hmm. so when I'm in that space I Because I am really have fallen in love with me, I start to lose attachments to things, whether those are thoughts that don't serve me anymore. And we remove a lot of things that don't serve us in this process. Right. And I do. I'm very interested in living peacefully. And I experience mm-hmm. that freedom of the soul. And then I discover, oh, joy is already in me. I am awesome. And then that whole, it's interesting (laughs) how when you replace that insecure space with that self-love space and what you were saying earlier, Brenda, about be compassionate, be forgiving of yourself. You are a human and we're all here. We're really all learning kind of the same things, maybe in different Mm -hmm. ways at different times. Mm -hmm. But that, I feel, is the ultimate piece of what I always say is the spiritual warrior connection, which is about my love of self and that i do see my worthiness and it isn't an arrogance it has nothing to do with that energy it's all about that beautiful place of just standing in my power which is a soft yielding power it's not a vulnerable
1: power yes it's like it is not this stealing up power but it is a soft vulnerable power Mm -hmm. yeah really true. And and one thing, Diana, I would add to that, mm-hmm. because I get that, mm-hmm. and that's part of what I share with my clients, mm-hmm. but also the likability. Mm. Um, before I could really love myself deeply, I had to remove what kept me from liking myself. Mm, that's a good one. I did not like myself for many, many years. Mm -hmm. And I see this with marriage partners a lot, or or even partners, whether you're in business or you're um, married to someone or you're living with someone, particularly in those deeper relationships. I see this a lot in my clients. They do not like their partner. They love them, love certain things about them, but they don't really like them. But what I what really is happening is when we can dig and dive into it is they don't really like themselves very mm-hmm.
3: much. Boy, that is so true. And I'm just reflecting on that too for myself that when I really began this deepening journey, mm-hmm. I really had a couple of things I did not like about myself. Mm-hmm. And those were actually the first two things I worked on. And I yep. kept, I would fall off the bandwagon and repeat. But each time I did it, I was in such awareness. And what I became aware of is each time I did a behavior I didn't like about me, Mm -hmm. I suffered. And so I began to become awakened enough to recognize when I was sitting and standing in my joy and when I didn't like myself because it was painful. And those are the things I had to work on. And I would say that they may not be 100 percent gone from me. But Mm -hmm. I would say from where they were, a huge part of my personality, they've trickled down to maybe a 5%. Yes, And that's because of moving into the higher consciousness, the higher awareness. And I am paying attention to that self-talk that tells me Mm -hmm. how awful I am and all the things I don't like about me. And there you go. So there you go, it, it does it ties all together
1: all together. and that is very insidious doing that. And there there is a lack of compassion there. Mm-hmm. When you bear down on yourself and you have that diatribe going in your mind about how you don't like this about yourself and and it just that loop keeps playing that is very insidious. Mm-hmm. And it really crowds out your ability to be very compassionate with yourself. Mhm yeah and forgiving of yourself absolutely forgiving. and those two have to go hand in hand yes. if we can't be compassionate with ourselves and forgive ourselves how can we reflect that into the world exactly we can't and so that's why it starts with the self this is not ego driven this is soul driven mm-hmm. work mhm this is the soul comes into master capability master compassion master forgiveness master joy and love all things that are intrinsic in us but are buried deep with all these thoughts and beliefs and then patterns that we've created from that in the small mind or the ego mind and and it takes precedence in our lives when we're not doing the inner work
3: right And so it always comes back to that, Brenda. That's the one common thing I think of every show we've ever done. We always come back to the importance of doing the work. And we do recognize that this is work you're dedicated to, but for myself, because once I got into it deep enough and recognized how much joy-filled I I live my life Mm -hmm. most of the time, Mm -hmm. and when I do slip that I can be so forgiving of myself and others. It completely changes your life. And, you know, this is work that I'm dedicated to doing till the day I leave this planet. I want to do as much of this because, you know, the more I do it for me, the more Mm -hmm. it affects everyone around me. Oh, absolutely. The web of life. There you go. We're all that connected. And so, and you know, I know you've had this, too, where people will say, well, why are you always in a good mood? And what did you do? You know, well, I'm not drinking rock stars or whatever those things are. I'm doing the deeper work. So I feel good. I feel good most of the time. And it is dedicated work. And I am not perfect at it, folks, because I slip. And it isn't about perfection, but it is about, God, this feels so good. This is kind of like our birthright is to walk in this joy that's already in you. All of the things we're talking about they're yep. already in you. You have Absolutely. all the tools in there. You just have to want it. And once you start living that way, it does change everything in your life, everything around you. And, you know, the grandest thing are uh, those moments that we get to work with other people and help them. Mm-hmm. And even if I'm just a seed mm-hmm. planter, yeah, I'll be a seed planter. Well, that's
1: what we are. We are seed planters Mm -hmm. because we don't do the work for them. We just offer them the tools to do the work. We're planting those seeds, those tools within so they can do the healing themselves. And it kind of goes back, Diana, to what I said. We are all born capable or we wouldn't be here. Mm -hmm. We are just we just are taught that we are not
3: Exactly, And we
1: absolutely are. And so the real purpose of being here is to master our soul, to master who we are, to be that connected to the divine of us, that that pure joy you're talking about, that all those things that are intrinsic in us can shine out into the world. And when we do, we affect that web of life in a in a really beautiful way. Um, you know, way that makes a difference. And, you know, if you can make a difference in your life, then you can't help but make a difference in other people's lives. And that's really why we're here. The rest of it's just, you know, the frosting on the cake, so to speak.
3: Right. Well, I always say it's the desire that is flowing through us for different things in life is so important because it is that life force that keeps us moving forward. And, you know, you will master one thing, And always the next thing will pop up. And that's how it's set up to be so that by the time we're ready to pass over, that we have walked through many of our desires. So those are all, like you're saying, it's the icing on the cake. Uh, But those things are not the reason that I'm walking in joy. That's inside of me. But all of that life force flowing through me. Yeah, I, I can go out there and work with this person and help here and do this and do that. Yep. And I still do a lot of that for me. Oh, yes. I we have do to... the
1: work on ourselves and Absolutely. then we reflect it in our clients. Absolutely. Right. Well, folks, again, you know, you are capable. You are. You are. And can't say it enough because we are. And uh, that wraps it up for us today. Diana, as always, thank you so much, um, sweetie, for being with me on this show. And folks, thank you as always. Have a beautiful day, and we'll see all of you next time right here on Conscious Talk.
5: Today, more than ever, new technology is being created to help humankind. But few address subtle energy, which is the energy of life we refer to as consciousness. A new company, Focus Life Force Energy Innovations, has created this technology and made it affordable to all of us. What makes this technology different? Is it can focus subtle life force energy on a property and everything within it. It can also be attached to a mobile object, such as a cell phone, so the energy goes with you. The benefit of this energy includes better sleep, an enhanced feeling of well-being, boosts natural healing ability, more joy, mitigation of electromagnetic energy, and much, much more.
0: Oh and hey, don't forget to apply for a 15-day free trial with no strings attached. Go to ConsciousTalk.net and click on the Conscious Partners at the top of the homepage and drop down to Focused Life Force Energy. Experience the difference Focused Life Force Energy gives you.
5: Conscious Talk, radio that rocks the soul.